Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and this week I discovered I share my name with a, a band from Indiana called the Josh Earl Hurt Band, who, <laughs> after listening, <laughs> listening to a couple of their songs, I can tell you 100%, not my cup of tea. Don't worry, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what kind of music is it, Josh? Well, Hamo, they're from Indiana, so I'm going to give let you guess what kind you think they are. It's uh, it's not bluegrass. Is it bluegrass? Christian. I would say they on their MySpace they would tick both those boxes. Right. Mm, um, yeah. I, I was thinking um, pro Confederate American folk. Yeah, it's kind of like if Hootie and the Blowfish were a lot more Christian. And oh. obviously their parents were really into bluegrass. That's well, kind oh. of, yeah. Oh, so, so like live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Early live. Hey, wow. if this is your first time listening to the pod, what I do, I get four very funny people and I quiz them all about their lives. So let's meet them now. Our first guest, he shares his name with the vice president of a children's hospital in Los Angeles. Can you please welcome, it's Charlie Pickering. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hey, Charlie. How you doing? I'm very well. How are you, Josh? Good. Now, this guy is a, it's actually a Chuck Pickering, but I'm like, Chuck's short for see, Charlie. See, I was, I was Chuck um, when, I was, when I played cricket at school because I had a suspect bowling action and my oh. nickname was Chuck. <laughs> so, so, and, and my mum, who, um, God bless her, um, didn't grow up particularly wealthy, but by the time I was at a private school, really cared about appearances and so she was like, your name is Charles. Everyone has to call you Charles. You are going to be Charles. And then like three games of cricket and my name was Chuck. And she was just horrified. <laughs> also, also joining us is a man who shares his name with the head of the Thrombosis Research Lab at Monash University. Can you please welcome back? It's Justin Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes a lot of sense. I'm into the thrombosis. I, uh, yeah. I tried to learn how to play it as a kid. And it, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I heard that I heard that Justin had mastered the rusty thrombosis. Yeah, I was really I was on my way, and then uh, comedy diverted me into something less profitable. <laughs> is the throm? This I should have looked this up. Thrombosis. It sounds like it's in the throat. Is that where it is? Where's the thrombosis? I think no. Thrombosis. Well, you can get. Oh, you go. Isn't it like a? It's like a vein problem, like deep vein. Oh, thrombosis. Yes. of course it yeah. is. Yeah, it's like a yeah. circulation problem. That just shows you how little I've flown this year. I've forgotten that yeah. every flight they warn you to get up and walk yeah. around. Your legs have been jiggling a lot less. Yeah. <laughs> hey, our next guest is the only person in the world who has her name. Last time she was on the show, oh. we spent about 20 minutes talking about Andy Lee's anuses. That's right, plural. Anuses. Can you, oh. Yeah. Can you please welcome back to the podcast? It's Eve Ellen Bogan. That is my favorite intro, I think. There you go. Andy Lee's anuses. And only person in the world with her name. I didn't even. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. So you if like you that, have yeah. kids, if you have oh, kids, will I you. Love it. <laughs> so you wouldn't give your kids your name? Like, so they would be no, like the second, them. the third? No? <laughs> no. No. I'm, no. Only once ever was, ever will be. Yeah. Is me, you know. And finally, finally is a man that shares his name with the entertainment manager at Rutherford Entertainment here in Melbourne. Can you please welcome back to the pod? It's Andrew Patelli. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Andrew. How you doing? <laughs> I'm flourishing. How are you? Yeah, you're c- coming in hot. Coming in strong. <laughs> Slow down, Andrew. <laughs> I like it. You gave everyone their space when I introduced them. You didn't chime in. You just waited for your moment and you hit it. It's good. Yep. Yeah, I was um, I was taught well as a child and continuing into adulthood, so. Hey, there. There are two other <laughs> two other Andrew Patellis in Melbourne. Has that ever? Uh, have you ever come across either of the other ones? Uh, I actually um, have messaged them both on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. 
This guy, uh, I don't know what Rutherford Entertainment is. I, I just looked at his LinkedIn and there was no link to what Rutherford Entertainment was. But mm. it does sound, it sounds very hotel. Well, the, the two that I know about, uh, there's one who's some kind of backup dancer who's got one of the tightest bodies I've ever seen. And <laughs> mm. then um, the other guy's an Elvis impersonator who's been around for about 30 years. Oh, fantastic. Wow. They both tick the box of entertainment. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, our first game today or tonight for you, Eve, is called Social Me, Me, Media. Well, I'll read out status updates by the four of you. If you think you know who wrote these tweets, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right. If you're incorrect, the person actually wrote them, they get the point. So you can't lose points. Don't worry about getting it wrong. Names are your buzzers. Can't vote for your own ones. Here we go. Question one. I'm starting to realize how many of my plans for 2020 hinged on there not being a global pandemic. Eve. Yes, Eve. Is that Andrew? That is Andrew. Yeah, point there for Eve. Yes. <laughs> How many plans did you have, Andrew? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. A few. I can't remember now. Well, <laughs> well that was were... 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew's just the voice of depression. <laughs> Andrew sounds like how I imagine Melbourne feels. Yeah. <laughs> it's been pretty rough. Although, Ed, you were... You were uh, selected to be in Comedy Zone this year for the Comedy Festival. Yeah. If it happens next year, do you get to carry over? Do they do a Comedy Zone for 2020 just in 2021? Yeah, I'm one of five people to um, have done it two years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's, it's actually... It's a great shame for the, the the people who timed their run for next year. You know, they've yeah. they've had a training schedule of open mics and they've been working up to... Comedy Zone 2021, and I don't know. What are they going to the draft? What happens? I can't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about them. I'm worried about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I also like how rusty that Comedy Zone is going to be because everyone well, will have done about a gig and a half by the time the show opens. I don't think so because there'll be people who, like Tour Snyder, who was in it, who's from Perth. Perth's open. They're doing gigs again. So she's, Portella, she's, you're really going to suck. You're yeah. going to stand out. Yeah. It's just yeah. being really bad. Yeah. I'm, Weak link. Yeah. It's going to be a shithouse. <laughs> so it's, it's funny that comedy-wise, living in Perth at the moment is like training in altitude in Peru or something. Like, yeah. you've just got such an advantage on everyone else. Yeah. So New Zealand, booming. Perth, booming. Brisbane's back up and running. Sydney, Hamo, you've got... Are there gigs around in New South Wales? Yeah, Sydney's getting back on track. Adelaide? Adelaide's it's, back on track. It's just Melbourne, really, yeah. if we're being and, honest. Uh, and New York, thank New you. York? But you, are you doing any rooftop gigs or park gigs, Eve? No, I'm up in the in the country. I just, I figured, what's the point? It's all going to shut down. We're all yeah. going to die. You know, just may as well go underground. So we've got there in, uh, f- what, 10 minutes in the in the episode. Question one, we were like, it's all, it's all fucked. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on? Okay, question two. Your drag name is your grandmother's name and the last thing you ate. I'm Jean Ferrero Rocher. Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Uh, Justin Hamilton. You are correct. A point there for Charlie Pickering, yes. Mm. I am Jean I just thought... Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> yeah, I that's, that's, my, that's actually going to be my buzz-in name for the rest of this game. <laughs> Great. <laughs> we, we can change it on the Zoom chat, but that's what your name is. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Do you know yeah. what? That's a good drag name. It's also a good name for a Supreme Court justice. You know, Jean yeah. Ferrero Rocher would be a great Supreme Court justice. <laughs> Definitely sides for the left. Yeah. That was Jean. Yeah. <laughs> JRF. Yeah. No, the uh, notorious JRF. Yeah. I'm, I'm currently Beryl Pizza. So that's, that's pretty good. I could be Beryl Pizza um, or, so, or Mavis Pizza. So it was. Um, so so, so it's, your, it's your grandmother's name and the last thing you ate? Yeah. Oh, uh, mine's um, Peggy Skip Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. Yeah. E- Eve, do you know what yours is? Ruth Coffee. No, <laughs> Ruth Coffee. Oh, Ruth Coffee's good. Ruth Coffee sounds yeah. like somebody who gets shit done. It sounds just like me, basically. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. It sounds like a private investigator, Ruth Coffee. Yeah. yeah. Pi. And, and Potelli, what's yours? Uh, Lena Weedbix. <laughs> <laughs> Good game, I like it Alright, next question The writing for the final season of America Is really good Andrew Yes Andrew 
Charlie Pickering. You are correct. Yes, a point yeah. there for Andrew. Yeah. That's right. Look, it's not the freshest concept, but I believe I was the first to tweet anything like that when Trump got diagnosed with COVID. Yeah. That, now that we know, now that we know, now that we know he's big, immune, we can joke about it. It's good. That was the the. It was a popular tweet when he got elected. It was said, um, um, "This season, the, the writers. Oh, this is the last season of America, and the writers have gone crazy." Yeah, mm. and I was like, "Oh, that's so funny." Except that I have to go back. <laughs> so yeah, yeah we I mean, I, I, like, like this is becoming critical of the tweet now. But I, you know, you can't argue. With, you, you, you can't argue with over eight thousand likes. You can't yeah. argue with that. All right, wow. it went worldwide, yeah, and that's you know. It, I think, and, and I think if we know anything, nothing bad could be popular. So yeah. um, no. it must be a good tweet. So if you are you are in the states, you moved just when COVID was really taking off. Was it like yeah. fit? No, it was like March. Um, yeah, I decided to leave on a Friday, and then I flew out four days later. It was like March seventeenth. Yeah, um, was that around that time when he said no one can fly in? Like Trump said, no one can fly in after Friday, and so the well, airports were just packed with COVID carriers. Like, yeah. like just yeah, that was I mean, returning I didn't have, home. I, it was like basically, I woke up in the morning, or I forget if it was like the end of the day or the morning, but. Um, uh, they'd closed the border with Europe. The NBA shut down its season and Tom Hanks had COVID. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I got to get back. And then um, I flew through Hawaii and nobody was in, like nobody flew through Hawaii. But um, yeah. yeah, apparently in the Midwest, like everybody was waiting eight, 10 hours in the airport um, in immigration. And yeah, people got COVID from it. It's so, so crazy you brought up the NBA because uh, one, congratulations, Hamo, on your team winning the championship. But I was doing gigs at the Comics Lounge the week the, the comedy festival got shut down and I said to those guys, what are you guys going to do? And they said, look, LeBron James is still playing basketball. We're still going to do comedy. The next day they yeah. shut down. Yeah. And so I went in there that night going, what's happening now? And he went, well, until we get told otherwise, we're doing these shows. And I've said this yeah. on the pod before though, but Luke McGregor was headlining that night. So I was like, well, if Luke's out of the house, yeah. he's the biggest germaphobe I know. I'm fine. Like he, he, yeah. he'll have all that under under control. It's gonna be fine. Like I'm surprised that Luke was at the comics lounge anyway. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, it's changed, Hamo. It was me and Luke McGregor. Can you imagine that ten years ago? <laughs> so, so you guys not. had to do you guys had to do the misogyny that night. Yeah. No, they had someone else on. Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so just the, the description of like, um, they closed the border to Europe. Um, all the NBA got cancelled, and Tom Hanks had COVID. That, right? was, yeah. that was the one that hit me Which, the hardest. That's right. And my question is, um, is there an official in the constitution, is there a line of succession if Tom Hanks dies, who gets to play best American in movies? Does it just does it go like, to Kevin Klein after that? Who who gets to George go Clooney. next? I, goes to Clooney. George Clooney. All oh, right. Yeah. No, no, no. I think it's just like me, only <laughs> Eve Allen Bogan in the world. There's no other Tom Hanks. We have to stop making kind of cheesy romantic movies uh, when Tom Hanks dies. Yeah. Um, yeah, all, all fast. Right. Oh, oh, cheesy romantic movies. Can I point out, Sleepers in Seattle starts with, you know, a woman dying and a childless kid. Come on, good stuff. So cheesy. <laughs> so cheesy. <laughs> 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 oh, chock full of the cheese, that is. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question four. Can't leave my suburb, hey? I'll go you one better. I'm not leaving my toilet. Jean Ferreira Rocher. <laughs> Wait, did I get mine first? You no, got yours got in. It's much shorter. Okay, okay. Yes, yes, Eve. Um, Portelli. You are correct. Here's the point there for Eve. Yeah. Yes. Eve has an unfair advantage being one of the five people who follow me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen these. I just know that they sound darker than, um, <laughs> than anybody else aside from me. Um, yeah, I can't imagine Charlie tweeting that. <laughs> No, I, then, I, I, I never talk publicly about going to the toilet. That's okay. that, that'd be you, shameful. And no. you guys didn't have to do lockdown, right? No, uh, no, I'm in, in Melbourne. I'm in yeah. Melbourne. No, no, outside of Melbourne. Oh, you're in Melbourne, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm in oh, Melbourne. Okay. So, so it could have been. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it I could absolutely took, have been me. I didn't think you took shits. That's part. That's really. No, I'm, I'm like the queen. I don't. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> happens is the waste uh, develops around his forehead into flowers that fall to the ground, and then he walks barefoot <laughs> across them. It's quite beautiful. <laughs> It's stinks, Justin, but it's quite beautiful. Justin and I have, um, have have shared an apartment during a fringe festival. He knows how it works. Oh, right, okay. It's flowers from arsehole to breakfast. <laughs> Next question, question five. You know who I feel most sorry for? People named Karen who aren't Karens. Eve. Yes, Eve. 
Charlie. No, that's Hamo. Point there for Hamo. Mm. That's good. You're welcome. That's Thank that's very you. topical and satirical for you, Hamo. That was really. Yeah. It was an accident. Really on the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't realize um, how culturally across it it was. I was miles away. Yeah. I just I, I have I've said this for a long time. It's just that. Becky's must be thanking Karen's because it was Becky. Yeah. It was Becky's yeah. up until Karen came along. All right, next question. One of the hardest personal defeats in my 2020 has been acknowledging that I'll probably never truly learn how to use Twitter. Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Eve? Yes, you are correct. That is Eve, yes. Why didn't you... Ha- you could have liked the tweet, Josh. Nobody liked that tweet. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you know, you're gonna, I got nothing. I don't. I'm not good at Twitter. I just Eve, retweet. But, Eve, but we're maybe in different. We're in different time zones. I'm not seeing your tweets. <laughs> but you saw this one. You could have just given it a little like. Just been uh, one person. It wasn't a good tweet, Eve. <laughs> in a defense, but also use Twitter. I don't if, know how to use Twitter. But yeah. if Josh liked it, it would make a liar of you in the tweet. Like if yeah. you got a like on that tweet, don't it would mean you are, you can do me. Twitter. Also, Don't fucking gaslight. I can see you. Also, now, now, now Twitter's doing this. Twitter's doing this thing now where it's showing people other, like showing people you follow who they, what they've liked. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to see what people have liked. I just want to see what they've retweeted or what they've written themselves. So you nah, didn't want anyone it, to see that you liked my tweet? Is that well, what that is? I, I was going to say it could have given the game away. <laughs> these three guys knew that you were doing the podcast. If they say, oh, oh yeah, Josh Earls yeah. like this tweet, Hammer's going right. I know. I know what question's right. going to be asked. Yeah. I've done heaps of research for this. I've seen Eve liking a lot of Trump tweets, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, no. Um, I I was like, I like the one where he said that he had COVID. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) And then he he didn't die, so I should go back and unlike it. (laughs) I I do like his insistent law and order, all caps, just every three days. He'll just tweet that out. Law and order. It's great. I think I saw you, Hamo, put Laverne and Shirley underneath it. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. Guys, I'm finally embracing 2007 and learning to use Twitter. Any tips? Um, Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Um, Andrew. No, that was also Eve. Another oh point. God, I, was like, I, th- I was like, I think I tweeted that like six months ago. God yeah. damn it, Josh. I hate this. <laughs> Why do I try? Why do I, I try? Yeah, well, doing this, Eve, I-, I love you on the show, but I can't have you in the first round because you don't tweet much. Not to give the well, rest of the game away, but they're the only two tweets you've done since the last time you've been on the show. They're wow. my Instagram stories, you know? I-, I do a lot on Instagram, okay? <laughs> This, this this reminds me of like when I I overcommitted to MySpace back in the day, and everyone during the Great Migration over to Facebook, I, I held firm on MySpace, and I was like, Nah, that's a bunch of Ivy League dickheads. I'm not getting on Facebook, right? And then and then it turned out to be a bit of a thing, and then I tried to get into it, and I just I didn't know how. I was too behind, too far behind. I lacked I lacked Twitter. the rudimentary skills. Yeah. It's very hard. It's very Face, hard. MySpace was great. You had your top eight. If you followed a yeah. band, they followed you back. That's how it worked. You, yeah. could, you, you were actual friends with them. And it was like, because I remember one guy, I liked his band. I went and saw him. He used to play for the drones. And so I added him because I really liked the music. And then because he saw that my, my profile was like musical comedy, he wrote this big thing back going, oh, musical comedy is the worst genre of comedy of, of music and comedy there is. And I'm like, oh, dude, I just, I just like your band. That's all I wanted to say. So anyway, I think I wrote something about saying, Morris, he's got jokes in his songs. It's not that bad. You're allowed to be funny in songs. <laughs> oh, so Oh no! I feel, I feel kind of bummed out that my tweets led to us talking about MySpace. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 you didn't mention 2007. Yeah, Ch- we're all thinking of abandoning a social media platform. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie stuck with MySpace the way a lot of older comics stuck with the Peter Cook bar during the comedy festival. Yeah. This is going <laughs> to kick back in. This is going to yeah. kick back in. It's coming back, guys. It's, it's coming like, back. It's like those Every men who, whose fashion stayed the same time where they were getting the most amount of sex in their life. They were like, no, <laughs> leather pants are going to come back. I'm telling you. Leather <laughs> pants, satin shirts, we'll, we'll be back. You wait. All right, next question. Who will watch The Watchmen? I will. It's a great show. 
Eve. Eve. Yes, Eve. <laughs> Justin. No, that is Andrew Portelli. God damn it! Andrew. I thought I knew you, Portelli. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Well, if it's any if it's any consolation, I thought I wrote that as well. So yeah. <laughs> it is a good show. Well, I, I I see it couldn't have been Justin Hamilton because to do any description of the quality of Watchmen whatsoever would could not be done in good show. Like it would have to yeah. take well beyond a Twitter's worth of characters. It would be a thread. It would be linking to an Instagram story. It would, like, there's just no way you could go, it's a good show. It, Not it like co- you, well, the main difference between the TV show and the movie, the movie is very faithful to the book itself, but the TV show takes a lot of liberties, and uh, it begins uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, let me, how am I doing? How am I, do- I don't know where that voice came from. That's I'm a bit, not sure um, either. Yeah, but, uh, so- but the, the hand movements were correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, that works on the pod. I could say, Charlie, it, it might it might not just be a tweet. It could be even a whole podcast series. Am I right, Hammer? That's on, right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. Hey, at Twitter, what about an edit function that works for the first two minutes after you post? Allows for fixing spelling, not rewriting history. Gene Ferreira Rocher. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Gene. <laughs> is that uh, Charlie? Yes, it is. A point there for Hammo. Yes, a point yeah. there for Gene. I know how he feels about grammar. Yeah, yeah that's right. and I'm just big on administration. I really am. It's uh, you know, it was it wasn't a fun tweet, but I it got once again. You can't argue with the support the idea got. You it's know. a good idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. I've heard Jack talk about this. Why why it's not an edit function? And what what does Jack say? He says Jack. because there are mistakes in life, and Twitter is a conversation, and sometimes in conversations you make mistakes, and you have to live by those mistakes. Yeah, Jack sounds like a conversation, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Jack. Yeah, but but if I if I say something that's incorrect, at least it's gone in the ether, and I can sort of say sorry about that, and yeah. it's not stuck there forever. And everyone, so you were fucking wrong about that. So I know I've apologised seven times. <laughs> so Twitter is like someone who was at that your conversation with a dictaphone, just playing yeah. back your fuck up, yeah, yeah. just playing back over and over. <laughs> Uh, and our last oh, question for the round. While I've been pleasantly surprised by his handling of the current crisis, I still do not believe Scott Morrison has a nice dick. Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Eve. Oh, I could be wrong. Is that Portelli? That is Portelli, yes. Put it yes. Eve. <laughs> what, would it, what would it take to convince you, Portelli? I'd have to that he say has it. A nice dick. I'd have to <laughs> say it. <laughs> yeah. Because well, everything about his personality tells me that he's got a horrible one. Yeah. Horrible in what way? I think it would be too pink yeah. and misshapen. Yeah. And um, I think what do you mean by misshapen? the colours would all be wrong. The, yeah. Yeah. I just think it would be ugly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would you accept um, if his wife gave a heartfelt endorsement of his penis? Absolutely not because they've been so politicised, his family. I, I wouldn't... <laughs> I just wouldn't trust it. I'd want to see it. Plus, she's been drinking the Kool Aid, you know. Um, well, yeah, and you know. that was a that was a come. Yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, okay. But yeah, Although... I do I do do some topical um, Sorry, stuff, so just Charlie, hang on a sec. If that's that's our prime minister you're talking about, can you just can you just <laughs> oh, so sorry. check yourself? Well, you that's feel... that's the prime minister of our country you are talking about. Please. If it makes me feel better, sometimes I swear that this just happens. I just get a flash of what I imagine Trump's dick to look like. It's just like oh, a, yeah. ugh, like a, mm. because. Well, that would be Storm- terracotta. Yeah. So, no, Stormy Daniels talked about it. She said it looked like the little mushroom guy in Super Mario Brothers. Like really, like the head just like, bleh, like it's kind of like a fat oh. little head. Oh. Everybody's circumcised in this country too. So anyway, sometimes it just hits me and um, I get really upset. And that's what I donate to Joe Biden. Um, <laughs> because I just, I can't. Who, who I bet has just a, point. I bet Joe Biden's got a horse. Yeah. Like he's got <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I, haven't, I haven't thought about it. All American grain fed hog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got a saddle on it. <laughs> and just, and he's at an age now where there's no elasticity. It's just all yeah. constantly. It's just down. Just at, at full, full length. Just the massive balls, just yeah. huge. Yeah, same I as an old so. man's nose. Yeah, it just keeps growing. <laughs> and and it's wearing aviator sunnies yeah. all the yeah. time. And and, yeah. and a mask. And yeah. a mask. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and has safe. Obama on speed dial. That's how big his <laughs> cock is. <laughs> At the end of the first round, the scores are Charlie on two points, Hamo on two points, Patelli on two points, but in front on four points, it's Eve. Woof. Woof, woof. Beep, 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 beep. All right. Nobody's no, excited for me. M- might not, might not know how to work the Twitter machine, but just nailed yeah. that, huh? Yeah. yeah. I got a lot of time to read tweets because I'm not writing them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All, right. All right. This round is called Yearbook. Now, in this round, we go back to our school days and talk about a moment that has stayed with us. And today, we're talking about a young Andrew Patelli. But what happened that resulted in his dad throwing evidence into a skip bin? Was it A, Andrew used to do little athletics and his dad would volunteer. One day, Andrew's group was doing javelin and as he threw it, a flock of birds grazing on the oval were startled by the starless pistol and flew into the air. Amazingly, Andrew's javelin pierced one of the birds. Mm. All of the boys in Andrew's group thought it was the coolest thing ever, but his dad carried the javelin and dead bird across the oval and disposed of it in the bin. So that's A. B. Andrew was once doing a ninja lesson. During the lesson, Andrew dropped ass and shat himself. His dad cleaned him up, but still not had to thing. dispose of the evidence, which he did, not in the bathroom, <laughs> but by walking it publicly through the dojo into the bin outside. Or was it C, Andrew one day found a backpack mm. full of pornography left on a bench at the train station. He and his friend divvied up the collection, and the plan was they would swap magazines after a week. Andrew's dad found his magazine in his school bag, and Andrew confessed to the whole story. So the two of them then drove around to each friend's house, collected <laughs> all the magazines off everyone, and then disposed of them in a skip bin behind a supermarket. Now, mm. one of these stories is true. You can ask Andrew as many questions as you want, but bear in mind, he wants you to answer incorrectly, so he gets the point. The floor is open for questions. Ask away. I um, really hope it's not the third one, Andrew, because that makes you super popular with all your friends in high school, doesn't it? Would that shock you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I reckon you got your got your gang, we your porn the gang. Was, <laughs> the story was that the third one that you you and your dad had to go around collecting all the porn from everybody else. That yeah, that that I had distributed. Right. Okay. So you got everyone. You like narked basically. No you snitched. Well, my dad found my dad found out. Right. Um, I, 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 I gave I gave the porn to my friends because I thought, you know, this would be like nice. I'm I'm just being <laughs> nice. a good dude. And, but then you told your dad who you'd given it to. I had to. He he made me. That was the narc part. Yeah. How did he make <laughs> yeah. you tie you to a chair and get a car battery out? How did he How did he make you? <laughs> he offered me a deal. <laughs> <laughs> immunity. You got offered immunity. Yeah. If you went Rico on those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was um, the reaction so I, of your friends? Uh, they were They were disappointed, um, <laughs> but there was enough of a lag uh, that they like a few of them got to got one session in. <laughs> oh, that's that's good. That's good. Um, I've got a question about option number two, if I may. Mm-hmm. Where do you go to ninja school? Where do you go to ninja school? Mm, ninja school. Um, Actually, let's start at the basics. Define ninja. Uh, well, th- there are there are a few different schools of ninja. Um, there are really? there's the Koga school, the Iga school. And um, the, the one that I studied was uh, one called Ninja Kai Taijutsu. So, and what was your te- what was your teacher's name? Sensei Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. I mean, this is good. Yeah. Oh, Sensei Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and, and so, what what were you doing? What were you doing when you shat yourself at ninja school? I was doing a sidekick. Mm, that's that was a, a disappointing lack of detail. Oh uh, well, yeah. So we were we were kicking like we were doing drills, and I I kicked, and as I kicked, I shit so my leg, my gi. leg in the air. Yeah, my leg was in the air. It was fully extended, and I and I crapped myself. Was this great like a technique? Short, I mean, like a it's like a it's like a ladder a little. 
It was like, like a shard or a dump. Um, <laughs> it it's it was a heavy shot. A heavy mm. shot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Crouching yeah. tiger, heavy shot. <laughs> yeah. I think that's. I think it's a Tim Rogers song. Yeah, it's beautiful too. It's really. Now beautiful. I've got a heavy shot. So um, what what did your uh, ninja uh, fellow students do when they when they noticed that happen? Uh, well, they they didn't see like none of it fell out. Um, right. What color was your gear? Black. Right. With a bit of brown now. Uh, um, they they like just, a dashend. <laughs> they they just they just saw me run to the edge of the mat, bow and run into the toilet. <laughs> you bowed before <laughs> yeah. you. You have to respect the dojo. You got to expect yeah. Sensei yeah. Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So what um what belt were you? Green. Mm. And so what order do the belts go? Where do you start at? White, yellow, Easy. orange. Mm-hmm. Green, red, purple, brown, black. Where's, isn't there a blue belt? So no blue, no blue belt. Oh, yeah, maybe I missed blue. And so the order is different to, say, Taekwondo then? Um, I'm not sure. I, I think it, it, it'd be pretty similar. Like all of those places have pretty similar progressions. Can I just say for the listeners, we have two lawyers on this Zoom chat as well. So Andrew and Charlie, both trained lawyers. Right. <laughs> And, and aren't we showing so I, everyone so I can't what we trust can do. the questions or the answers? This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just I'll just talk to Eve then. That'll be fine. Hey, uh, with the with the javelin, were you hmm. was when did that happen? Were you in PE? No, it was little athletics. So outside of school. Oh right. How long were you so, in little athletics? Uh, three years. I did it. Right. And, and so you... what what age what age groups what. Eight to eleven. Eight to eleven. I did it. I find it. I find it exceedingly hard to believe that you were throwing a javelin between the ages of eight and eleven. That seems. That seems. At eleven, I was. That you threw it and you hit an animal. You hit a bird. I impaled a bird. (laughs) It's still the coolest moment of my life. This is how we know whether or not this happened. When you impaled the bird, did you get hard? Yes, so you know it's okay. true. That's the one. Yeah. There's nothing like a rock hard eleven year old at Little Athletics, is there? <laughs> <laughs> Running with some wind resistance. Um, <laughs> do people know what they're gonna lock in? Do people ready for a- the pole vault? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Eve, do you think it's A, B, or C? Do you think it's little javelin, dojo, or pornography? I'm gonna say A. You're going to say, A, the javelin. Okay, Hamo, what do you think? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go I'm going to go the pawn. The pawn? Okay, yep. so that's C. And uh, Charlie? Well, I was going to go pawn, but I've never trusted Justin's judgment. So um... <laughs> He's known me a long time. So, it's fair enough. <laughs> I, I, just to keep it interesting, I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go ninja school, ninja school heavy shot. Charlie Pickering, you are correct. It was B, the Ninja School. So one point for Charlie, two points for Andrew there because he got your other points. So how old were you, Andrew, when this happened? I I was 10. 10 years old. And did the other kids realise what happened or not? Um, I, I, I honestly, I don't know because I, I exited the mat immediately um, my dad like walked to, and I went to the toilets. My dad walked to, to the bathroom and I handed him my, my jocks under the door. Um, and then we just left, like we just left. And, and, you, and you never went back to the school. Was that it? I gave, I, I, I gave them a little break from me. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I came back a couple of weeks later and I just, we just never, it never, I never raised it. No Until one now. saw it. If no one mentioned it, no one saw it because there's no way anyone was going to forget that. That's true. Yeah. Although ninjas are known for 
being quiet, Hamo. They may have, oh, that is true. Yeah, <laughs> they may have whispered it in the halls amongst themselves. Yeah, and and a lot of the 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 ethic of the school was instilling a culture of um, balance and discipline and respect. So there's also that. And silence. Yeah. silence. Yeah. At the I'm, end of I'm that actually, round, oh, sorry. I'm just. I just want to say I'm just so profoundly disappointed that the other two stories aren't true as well. Yeah. yeah. Because if they were all true, it, it it paints the kind of childhood that would make a very good offbeat Juno-style comedy. Like a, you know, that really would be your Sundance entry. You know, if you string those together, the long-suffering father constantly getting you out of trouble, going house to house collecting porn from kids after you hand him hand him your soiled underwear under a toilet door. And then, I, I like, it's a beautiful story. I mean, I'm I'm, happy, I'm thinking of buying the rights. It's a good story. It's a great, great life. It's Have a your great life. talk to my people. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. I wrote them. They're my people got to get involved too. <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are Hamo on two points, Charlie now on three points, Eve on four points still, and also on four points is Andrew Patelli. Andrew Patelli. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about someone else on the panel. If you think it's true, you'll say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you'll say nah. You can ask them as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, they want you to get it wrong because if you are incorrect, they will get your point. So here we go. To Andrew. When Eve was in primary school, she believed she was given the main part in the school play out of sympathy because it wasn't long after her mother died. The part that she was given was quite a meaty part, but one that Eve felt that she didn't quite deserve as it was the role of Rosa Parks. Yeah <laughs> or nah? Can I, I can ask questions? Please do. Um, what, what, uh, which school was this? Elementary school. And which area were you in? Which area? Yeah, like which, which, like you're, you're in New York? Yeah, I was in New York. Um, in the suburbs? In the suburbs, yeah. If you're wondering if there's black people, yes, there were plenty of black people at my school. That, yeah, that was my next question. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so, okay. And um, did you take the part? Um, do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> and what, what, was, what was the reaction? Um, there was a, um, a mass um, protest um, outside the school. Um, like, yeah, actually following the show, but I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I was seven, you know, there was a mass protest. Yeah. All of the, um, the, the black parents, um, walked out of the show, mm. but none of the white ones did. Cause it was, we didn't have, um, uh, we were all racist. It was <laughs> the 90s. Okay. Uh, I'm ready to answer. Yes, Andrew. I'm going to say nah. Andrew, that was a true story, as if I would write that story (laughs) to make someone lie about it. Oh, fuck. I totally, I did lie about the protest part. Was I allowed to lie? No, you're allowed to lie. That's fine. Oh, you're allowed to lie? But the story that I I told was true. Ah, okay. Yeah, I was cast as Rosa Parks, but nobody said a fucking word because that was 1992 and people were like, well, she's white and her mother died. She should play the lead black part. The black kids... (laughs) They have it easy. I mean, they would just be playing a black kid, but this poor white girl. Um, and she hates so... sitting up the back of the bus. Yeah. Oh my she God. hates it. it she gets busted. The crazy thing is I was so honored to have that part. Like I still, it's like my own, my acting debut. I've never really acted since, but when I think back, I'm like, this is going to end my career at some point. You still don the blackface though, don't you? <laughs> well, thank, thank fuck they didn't put me in blackface because yeah. I would, I would just worry about that surfacing. I mean, I'd be like, I was seven, I didn't know. Um, but uh, no, 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 it's it wasn't Australia. We didn't use blackface in the nineties. <laughs> How dare you? We gave it up in twenty fifteen, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> the, the second, the second Harry Connick Jr. told us it wasn't a good idea. Yes, we Ow. absolutely began we rolling back. Yeah. Blackface <laughs> gradually over it, grandfathering it over time. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was the second Charlie. I'd say it was like forty-eight hours after when it became a global news story. I'd say that's when we kind of went. When he said it was like, "Oh no, come on." Yeah, we, yeah, and, and then, right. when, then we did what we do all the time. We go, "Yeah, but South Africa had like a part yeah. and everything. Like you know, yeah. we're not that bad, are we? <laughs> come on, it's just entertainment." 
All right, so I point there to Eve. Now, Eve, when Charlie was at uni, he was in a band called Well Hung Jury. They were all law students and booked to play at a faculty event for half an hour. They practiced their set and had it timed to perfection. But once the day of the gig came, the adrenaline kicked in and they rushed through their songs and finished them within 20 minutes. As a band, they decided to just play the first two songs again and absolutely no one noticed. Yeah or nah? God, this story really, Charlie, is very well designed to really fit your personality, I have to say. <laughs> mm. Eve, I need to, I need to share a bit of information with you. Uh, Charlie's oh, first email address was urbancynic at Hotmail, so that oh. might hurt you. Wow. I remember that. That's a deep, that's a, that's a deep cut, homie. That's, right. that's a deep cut. <laughs> well hung jury. I mean, the only reason why I wouldn't believe that is because I feel like that's too um, explicit for you. (laughs) Fuck. I I feel like you would never imply, like, you know, me, no, I'm a proper, I don't have a penis. I don't want anyone to think about this. Okay. Um, um, Okay, so how many people were in the band? Uh, It would vary, but there was sort of a core group of five Five, and there were another sort of three that would come in and guest on songs. It wasn't the only gig we ever played. I will say that. Like we, we, it was our, it was like our first gig, and then we we played a number of other gigs after that. What songs did you play? <laughs> so we played, um, like in our repertoire, probably probably the, the we had two highlights. <laughs> well, this is I did vocals on some tracks. And one that I did vocals on was a medley of Born to Be Alive and Jungle Boogie. And 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 one of our other great songs was Turn Me Loose, I'm Dr. Feelgood by James Brown. Uh, I did vocals for these tracks. So basically, I did vocal blackface for these songs. Eva's been let off the hook with her yeah. acting career and Charlie has taken the lead. <laughs> You were in law school at this point. Um, yeah. Wait, all right. Sing me a line. How do you even sing? What was the first one? Jungle. Oh, um, Born to be alive. Okay, I want to hear you sing a line from Born to be alive. <laughs> it's uh, so I would do this for like the song goes. Uh, we were born to be alive. I didn't sing that bit, right? But you know where it goes. Born. I was gonna say born. Like, born. Born, born, born to be alive, and I go born to be alive. I did that bit. <laughs> I love that born. Song. <laughs> um, all right. And so the say- worst Jungle Boogie. Wait, Jungle Boogie was worse because all I did, like the, the other guys were singing Jungle Boogie, and I'd be like, I feel the phone call. Like, like I would just do that little bit. <laughs> Strong justice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Justin I'm Trudeau. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, yeah. I'm gonna say, oh, yeah. Eve, that was nah. That was not Damn a true it. story. But oh he was in a band called Well Hung Jury, so a lot of that story was true. But they didn't like finish their gig Sweet in 20 dude. minutes and then do the two I, first I, two songs is, again. I should have known that because I was thinking if there's one thing Charlie would do like perfectly, it's like the precise measure of time. It's like he'd be like, no, no, boys, slow it down. Take a breath. <laughs> we have five more minutes. <laughs> Am I? I feel like I. I feel like I can see you, Charlie. Um, well, I, yeah. I, well, I think you. I think anyone who's seen it. me, it seen me do an open mic knows that I. I don't really care about time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was going to be like this. Is this gig? If Charlie could pad had that time out in between songs they're going way past the half hour that's gonna be fine yeah that's right <laughs> yeah. I, i'll do a lot of what's your name what do you do way too yeah. long like yeah. uh yeah <laughs> all right so a point there for charlie now to charlie one night justin was walking home when he thought two men approaching him were going to rob him instead of waiting for the inevitable justin took matters into his own hands and punched one of the guys in the face and then he ran off luckily Hamo found the police and the two men who were chasing him were spoken to. It turned out they were Jehovah's Witnesses and they were just trying to talk to Hamo about the work of their Lord and Saviour. Yeah or nah? Are you just workshopping your next festival show? Like, can, <laughs> like is that what this is? Um, <laughs> so, all right. How many people have you punched in your life? Including them? Yeah. One. 
Because <laughs> you punching someone seems like the most out of character thing. I could not imagine you punching anyone. But, and the problem scuffles is, as a kid. Yeah. I, the, that said, if you'd known first that they were Jehovah's Witnesses, I could understand you punching. Them. <laughs> right. like, I, I, like, but the fact that you only found that out later yeah. makes it very hard to believe. I just. Right. So where whereabouts in Adelaide was it? Uh, it was walking up, you know, where O'Connell Street goes down in towards the city. It's uh, heading towards North Adelaide. Uh, oh, yeah. Walk, yeah. So you've got Adelaide Oval on the left. So I was walking on the right towards North Adelaide uh, because it was back in the day when, you know, there were seven taxis and they were all taken. So, uh, you know, I was walking in the general direction of going home because uh, I thought I might be able to hail a taxi on the way back into the city. And when was this? Like, what year was this, roughly? Uh, I reckon it must have been 1996. Hmm. And had you been drinking or smoking? No, I definitely... No, I don't smoke. I've definitely been drinking. When I said smoking, I meant like Adelaide, Adelaide oh. smoking. Oh yeah, I was high as a kite. <laughs> yeah, so. jazz cigarette. Jazz. Um, what do you think, Charlie? Yeah or nah? I think I believe. Yeah, yeah. You are correct. That was a true story. Yes. Yep. Yeah, Come I came on. out. I'd, I'd been to a friend's birthday party and then ended up at. Uh, they ended up. Uh, the flatmate was doing a DJ set, so I went. And, you know, got pretty trash. And as I was walking uh, home, these two guys started talking to me and one was really up close to me and the other one was hanging back. And I was like, fuck, these assholes are going to mug me. So I swung a haymaker, which which connected on the nose, which I have to say, I was as surprised as he was. And then <laughs> I took up O'Connell Street. And then it was uh, when the cops uh, stopped and I said, I'm being chased by these guys who are trying to mug me. And then the cops... Uh, were talking to them and I could hear one of them say in a very uh, broad American accent were Jehovah's Witnesses and at that point I just kind of did the Homer Simpson with Ned Flanders and just absorbed myself into the streets of North Adelaide and uh, wandered home. So I'll put that for Pickering. Now to Justin now. Andrew has recently been filming around his neighbourhood with fellow comedian Ben Searle where they ride bikes and eat biscotti. Recently, the police stopped them and Andrew had to explain what they were doing. The police told them they couldn't do this and Andrew got all lawyer on them and asked them exactly what lockdown law states that you cannot be on a bike in your suburb with a camera attached to a pole on your helmet while eating biscotti. The police let him off with a caution, but Andrew has seen them since while doing the same thing and they have merely waved at him. Yeah or nah? So, hang on, so why would they... Was this a, a lockdown law thing that they were trying to get you with, or was this a a general law? It's a lockdown law, right? Because so what of were the they pandemic. saying? So you, they were saying that you were out of your five kilometer radius. Is that what was going on? Uh, no, um, there there are there's a list of uh, reasons why you're allowed to leave the house at that stage of the lockdown, right? Um, and they thought that what we were doing fell outside of those reasons. Right. And uh, what were you filming it for? Uh, a little Instagram show called Talkin' Biscotti, where me and my friend uh, film uh, biscuit reviews, European biscuit reviews. Okay. Why biscotti? So I'm Italian. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Sorry. And who was it that you were doing it with? Ben Searle. Right. What was Ben's reaction to this? Uh, he was just like watching, standing back laughing. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a comedian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not coming to any defence and just watching one person get in trouble. Hang on, but he wasn't in trouble? I mean, he he, he was, but, you know, one, once it seemed like we we're going to get away with it, he was just, yeah. And and I'm more comfortable in that sort of situation anyway because, yeah, I mean, I was, a, I was a lawyer for like seven years. Right. So you felt like you could bamboozle the, the pigs, man. With your big lawyer words, uh, no, I felt like I could um, advocate for our rights uh, 
in, oh, yeah. an, in an effective <laughs> tomato, way. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yep, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's <laughs> happening right now. It's happening right now. <laughs> um, all right. I like... I actually love everything. Sorry, why do they wave to you now? Because they because they know that they're that everything's fine and they they like you, like they're amused by the whole situation. Um, well, I guess they're just you know they don't that they've done it once, like they they stopped us once, um, didn't go anywhere, and now it's just like oh well, we still know them, you know. <laughs> just okay. seeing two guys with big poles and biscotti riding around together, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of stands out. Yeah, I mean, Look, we were I'm... talking to him for, I don't know, like five, ten minutes. Well, they had nothing to do. Uh, <laughs> well, I I love everything about this story, and I want it to be true, but I'm going to go, nah. Hamo, that is very well played. You are correct. It was a nah, but based on a lot of truth, they do do this show. Wait, what was it? <laughs> the police didn't stop him? Is that what no, we, 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 we won't stop, but the show is very real. At Talking Biscotti on Instagram. I have <laughs> seen it. <laughs> That's why I thought it. I was like, this is absolutely true. And you would be such a fucking cunt to any cop who stopped you. I know that yeah. about you. That's a Latin um, term. Yeah, that, no, that's sorry. true. Sorry. <laughs> you'd be quite adversarial, has that. Can I just say, Eve, it's great that you've taken that back from our country to your country, that the term <laughs> cunt. Yeah. Fucking cunt. Did you say I that say did you say no, it before I, you came to Australia? I mean, I think the point is that now I say it to everyone all the time. Okay. You know, yeah. I walk into a store and I'm like, hello, you fucking cunts. And then I yeah. cough in their mouths because uh, I have COVID. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't seen or spoken to anybody in so long that I have I feel like primal right now. I feel like <laughs> I'm really jacked up. So uh, I, I apologize if, if COVID jokes aren't funny. Um, uh-huh. But I stand by the calling him a cunt in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way, Andrew, as a lawyer. Yeah, no, no, no. I I don't disagree with anything that you've said. Um. <laughs> All right, at the end of the round, the scores are Hamo, you're on three points. Andrew, you're on four points. Charlie, you're now on five points. And Eve is also on five points. Ooh. It's very close today. It's good. All right. Really heading this up. is our final round. It's called Hoo Hoo, Hoo Hoo. In this round, I'll read out ten questions about you four. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. You get a point if you get it right. If you get it wrong, you lose a point. Only round you can lose points. You can't buzz in for your own ones. Here we go. Who here at 15 hyperventilated on a school bushwalk and had to be taken to hospital? Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Andrew. No, that was Eve. A point off oh. Charlie there. Yeah. I had bronchitis, just for the just just saying. Yeah. You had a flashback to your acting career and thought, oh, God, this is going to haunt me. <laughs> well, speaking of acting career, when you were at the hospital, who did you see? Oh, I saw Billy Zane. Oh. Wow, the Phantom. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, we were all thinking it, the Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> and he was there with um, a woman, I guess who he was, his girlfriend, who had obviously like fallen on the stairs and she was like bleeding profusely and I was trying oh, to like sure. name drop. <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I was trying to name drop because my cousin was. I was like, "Oh, I, I'm I'm Neil's cousin. I think I met you." And he's like, "Can we get a doctor?" And I just kept trying to be, um, <laughs> like buddy buddy with Billy Zane, but you know, fuck him. Um, Forty did <laughs> Titanic. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Next, next question: Who here once spent seven hundred dollars in one day at the cinema? Charlie. Eve. Uh, I heard Charlie first. Justin Hamilton. You are correct. Yes. Damn it. Yep. Not a trick. So, I, like, did did you do, like do back to back Dark Knight Gold Class? What was it? What, what? No, we we were actually doing radio together at the time. So it was it was just after a, a, a friend of ours had died, and you know you go through your, your your stages of grief. And I was really angry that day, so I decided I was going to check out from the world, and I went to Gold Class to see. Uh, the Dark Knight, and I was the only person in the cinema, and I just kept getting snacks, and I drank two bottles of Moe. And then when I walked out at 4.30 p.m., because I was the only person in the cinema, and the three staff stood there and gave me a round of applause, and then I gave them a generous tip and uh, was quite fucking hammered uh, uh, that yeah. afternoon. I have to be honest, good spend of $700. I had yeah. a really good time. <laughs> Next question, who was in the meat section at the supermarket and had an elderly woman start talking to them in Chinese because they mistook them for their daughter? Eve. Yes, Eve. Portelli. That is correct, yes. Yeah. 
How long did she let the conversation go? About 10 years. She raised me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. Yeah. What happens to the daughter? She's dead. She died. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank God you filled that hole. Yeah. And now I'm fluent in Cantonese. <laughs> I never doubted it. Uh, next question. Who here has a school award named after them? Eve. Yes, Eve. Charlie Pickering. You are correct. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what's an award yeah. for, Charlie? Uh, it's uh, the public speaking competition. Nice. Um, it may come as no surprise that I did a fair bit of public speaking. <laughs> yeah. I actually entered uh, the school into public speaking because you were doing so much. <laughs> well, yeah. Might as well utilise this. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next question: Who set their sports team into overtime mainly because they thought the team were already in front? Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Justin. Yes, you are correct. Point there for Charlie. Yeah. Was it yeah. basketball? Yeah, absolutely. I thought we, uh, I thought we were up by, I thought we were up by f- three uh, with thirty seconds to go. So I just dribbled the ball out iced, and, and I was clock, wondering mate. why I was wondering why the defense wasn't trying to get the ball and I was like thinking oh this is bizarre they're not even trying to get it to get one last shot and then I jacked up a three with a couple of seconds to go and it went in and then my teammates were real excited because I'd sent the game into overtime and nobody realized it wasn't because I was cool calm and collected it was because <laughs> I needed glasses yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, next question. Who had been with someone for three weeks and had already seen them? Oh, okay. Who had been with someone for three weeks and this person had already had them tell them they loved them, slapped them in the face, as in not this person on the panel, but the other person slapped this person on the face, and seen them piss in the street? Eve. Jean Ferreira. Yes, Eve. <laughs> Hammer. No, that was Andrew Patelli. Point off oh, I should have known. <laughs> God damn it. How about you just have that written on you, you know? <laughs> I've seen women peeing that. in the streets. I don't know. <laughs> no, it wasn't Andrew pissing in the street. It was. No, that he's seen partner. women. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. I, I mean, I should have guessed that about him. He definitely has that. Um, mm. thought, That's one of my main criteria. I just yeah. thought that you liked that. I thought that was like a like an audition for you. Not was to that... get too heavy, Andrew, but the slap in the face. Was that a serious slap in the face or was it just them being funny? Uh, no, it was, a, it was a serious slap in the face. She oh, she slapped me in the face. Uh, then two minutes later, she told me she loved me. Mm. Uh, and then about twenty minutes after that, I she was pissing in the street. We were both so very was drunk. Was was this was when me and you? <laughs> no, I was wondering yeah. if it was your mum when she discovered that you weren't her real daughter. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's interesting though, you know the one that got away. We never let it go, do we? Well, we dated for another. <laughs> we dated for another four months after that. So. Oh, really? Jeez, yeah. Four months. Yeah. Was that uh, because you were afraid? I really liked her. She was fun. <laughs> <laughs> sounds sounds exciting. Jeez, I wasn't far off, was I? <laughs> no. You 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 are contemplating. You're mm-hmm. just going. Mm. Yeah. All right. Next. Great next white question. whale. <laughs> Who, as a child, went to Fiji and instead of going to the kids' club, they spent their entire time just working the elevators for people? Jean Ferreira Rocher? Yes, Jean. Is that Charlie? That is correct, yes. Yeah. Always looking <laughs> yes. to help people out. I respect that, even on holidays. It was so much fun. It was just the most fun in the world at the time. It was just really, up and really down. great. Just pressing buttons. Which floor? Bang. Like, it was awesome. It was like, you know that scene in Elf where he hits all the buttons. Yeah, you know, yeah. It was it, was, it felt like that every day. Just to just getting to rock that fucking elevator. Did you get I, to know people? Yeah, I got to know everyone. Um, my <laughs> so everyone staying at the hotel called me ex, called me excuse me like that was my name at the hotel. All the all the grown ups because I'd be in lift and I'd be like excuse me, what floor do you want to go to? <laughs> And so I got known as excuse me around the hotel. I just imagine you, Charlie, like your parents are off sunbaking and you're waking up in the morning going, oh, another day of work. All right, someone's <laughs> got to do it though. Back to the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> While you guys are off lounging about at the yeah. pool, someone's got to bring some coin in here. Uh, next question. Who was almost in a car accident while driving a drunk middle-aged woman home and it was absolutely this person's fault, the woman? Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Eve. 
No, it's Andrew. Point oh. off, Charlie. Yeah. What what happened? How come it was her fault that you almost got an accident? Was this the same person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was pissing out the window. Yeah. Uh, no, I was. Um, I encountered a drunk lady uh, on my way home from work, uh, and she looked like she was like, well, she was written off, and I offered to take her home. Well, she told me she had breast cancer, and then I told her that I'd take her home. And then while we were driving, like she she lived like an hour away, and while she, while we were driving, she was giving me her whole like philosophy on life and stuff that she'd learnt, and she kept pulling my arm to make sure that I was listening to her and looking at her. Um, and as she pulled me away, another car merged into our lane and almost sideswiped us. Oof! Wow. But, but you got home safely. Yeah, and I fucked her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long did you date for? Yeah, four months. <laughs> Another four months. Yeah. Uh, and next, she raised you. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> Who, when booked for this show, told me they had just been going down Trump conspiracy rabbit holes on Facebook? Charlie. Andrew. Yes, Charlie. I heard Charlie first. Eve. You are correct. Yes, that was Eve. Yeah. Was that me? I don't remember. I almost buzzed mm. in. Yeah, we can go through the Facebook history. You're like, I I, I believe you. Because I I, I messaged you thinking, I did it over Facebook going, oh, she'll get this in the morning because it's like 2 o'clock in the morning in in America. Yeah, you got me in the dark time. And you were like, no, I'm up. You messaged straight away. Yeah, I'd love to do it. I'm up. I've just been been going, (laughs) seeing Trump people argue on Facebook. I I like that you're doing that in a cabin in the fucking woods. Like, it's perfect. It's like some real Unabomber shit. Yep, I do it in the in the cabin here. I do it while I masturbate. I'm always <laughs> reading about Trump conspiracies at this point. It's everything. Some yeah, people go to the woods and write their, you know, their heartbreak album, Bon Iver, I've been, Taylor I've Swift. I've been working You're... on a podcast, you know. Yeah. I've been releasing. I just released an episode with you. you yeah. Know? <laughs> it's called Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, our God. final question for the round. Who here watched a prominent Australian TV host vomit all over some rose bushes on the side of the road? Charlie. Yes, Charlie. Justin Hamilton. That was and that was you, the person who was vomiting, yes. Yes. <laughs> it was it was it was honestly the most geome- geometrically pleasing vomit I have ever seen because we had uh, been on the Comedy Festival Roadshow and then we were given from this club, we'd been given all these drink cards and nobody else went except for Charlie and I. And then each card was worth $30 each, but they gave us drinks at uh, like prices that as if we worked there. And I remember just... You know, someone would walk past and say, enjoyed the show. And you'd say, great, do you want a tequila shot? And we went through $120 worth of drink cards. And then the next day, the drive was a bit tough. And at one point, Charlie very calmly and very gently said, do you mind if I just step out for a second? So we pulled out and we and our driver said, we'll go and pick him up a little bit later. And as we went past, I looked out and as the sun was catching the dew <laughs> on the grass, I watched the host of the weekly spray this geometrically pleasing spray of vomit into the air and it was equal parts awful and gorgeous and i've never <laughs> forgotten it charlie what great memories what great memory <laughs> 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 i'm just touched i'm just touched that you, you think i'm prominent it was a little flirt just a little flirt at that the was, end um, at the end of the game the scores are andrew patelli Four points. Justin Hamilton, Jean Ferrero-Rocher, four points. Eve Ellen Bogan, six points. But our winner on seven points, Charlie Pickering, come from behind victory there. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I think that's the first time I've, I've won. I, I feel... think it is. I think it is the first time you've won. It is, it is exactly as satisfying as I expected. On, on the buzzer too, with a with a question about you. So kind of unfair, but that's all right. We'll, we'll give it to See, you. I, th- I thought I thought I was up by three points. I was just trying to ice the clock. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Charlie, because you uh, won, you can promote whatever you want to promote first. What, what, what can people? Where can people find you? Um, I've got the yearly coming up on ABC. Great. But, um, uh, yeah, that'll do. Uh, you know. I've uh, been getting into the dollop again. Listen to the dollop, guys. How about yeah. that? They need some help. 
Yeah, both Dave and Gareth have been on this show. They're very funny. Listen to yeah, I, like now and then I like I dip in hard and I spend like a month listening to nothing but dollop and uh, yeah, so so I'm plugging them. How about yeah. that? Yeah, great. Uh, Hamo, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at the uh, Big Squid podcast, which is uh, coming out weekly. So that's probably the best bet. Excellent. And Andrew, um, have a look at Talking Biscotti on Instagram. Uh, do a podcast with my friend Zach called Big Strong Cool. And do a podcast about the Bible uh, with my friend Tim called Damn OK. And I make some videos myself on my Instagram, which is Enter the Portman. Great. And Eve Ellenberg, where can people find you? Um, on my Instagram at Eve Elbow. And then I have my podcast now called Everyone's Doing Better Than Me. Um, and that's, uh, that's, you know, where all, where all podcasts are. Well, I, I did. I did your podcast. I did it like it was a year ago. And I know. I only released it like a few weeks ago. Yeah, and it's. But we were talking about problems in our life, which seem so irrelevant now. Like a year on, it's like wow. I was complaining about doing a gig. Oh my goodness, <laughs> take me back. <laughs> it's so fun to listen to now because I have all of the interviews that I didn't put out because I was going to put them out like right around comedy festival, and then I left and you know went through like um, misery for like six months, and now everybody's problems seem really funny. Yeah, you know? they're like, I don't know, I don't feel good enough, and it's like, oh, but you gigged, right? You got to gig all the time. You could breathe without a mask. Anyway, listen to it; it's fun. You, Thank you. You, all. you could go beyond a five-kilometer radius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My kids could actually go to school. Hey, thank you all so very much for doing this. Uh, I'll see you next time. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm.